Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros, and the Caxton Hotel on 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app. This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo, and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Hello there. Specifically to Ian from Yurong Pilly. Listen to yesterday's podcast on the Listener app. Heard our code word, which was pink grub, which is lawn grub caused by pink and mm. all the grass being ruining. Yeah, ruining grass all over the all over the joint. Text it through to the burner phone, which is 0484101045, and now he's off to Pandemonium Rocks. Woo! Sandstone Point. It's yeah, unreal up there at the moment. Uh, Alice Cooper will be tearing it up. Placebo, Wolf Mother. Is that so, this weekend or next weekend? No, mate, it's April. Oh, okay. Sunday, 28 April, Sandstone Point Hotel. Pandemonium.rocks or text. Today's code word, mm. which is George, to 04841045. You're about to hear George play along in the RBT game with us, Margot. He just called us to give us a piece of information we needed, and then we involved him in the whole show. He's our new favourite co-host, mm. I think. In fact, I think we might well, I think it. when Mardo's away, we'll get George to, to yeah. fill in on the show. Mm. George, good morning. Hello. How are you, mate? Thanks Ca- for joining us on the, the show week. this morning. Yeah. You're our well caller of the week. Well done, sir. Caller of the year, George. Am I? Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks for calling in, mate. Um, how's it going? What did you do this morning? Uh, mate, I'm just sitting back at the moment, uh, relaxing. I worked I worked uh, for three days last week. Uh, casual. What, so, what sort of work are you in, George? What sort of... Uh... Uh, I do construction, actually. Construction, as in builder? Uh, yeah, mate. Um, like uh, soil plants, construction. Oh, uh, right, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, George, for joining us for the RBT game, mate, you were very funny. We thought that um, we'd send you along to see the Reds. Take on the Waratahs. It's tomorrow. Reds.rugby if people want to be there. But it's 7.05 p.m. kickoff at Suncorp. Marto's going to be there. Uh, 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 I'll shout your beer, George. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm meeting a few of the listeners there. Going to have a beer with them. Well, where are we? Where are we going? You know Suncorp. You know where Wally Suncorp is. Stadium. You know where Wally statue is out the front of Suncorp. Oh yeah. Yeah. On the left there, there's a bar. If you go towards the stadium, in the state underneath, next to the merchandise shop, there's a bar there. I'm shouting a few beers. That's brilliant. Right. Can you get there, George? About six, six where do you beer. live in Brisbane, George? Yeah. Which side of town uh, are you on? I'm in Bing Lee. Oh, you can catch the train up. Train, straight up. On the Beanley line, straight up to Milton. Because I wouldn't be driving, I'll tell you that. No, no. no, Me neither. Well, if you're going to have a few beers, you can't drive home. So if you just jump on the train at the Beanley line there, all the way through to Milton, jump off and then go meet Marto for a beer, watch the Reds win, and then jump back on the train at Milton and back to Beanley. Happy days. Fucking brilliant. Isn't yeah. it? Fucking uh, I'm sorry for swearing, but yeah. No, no. we sometimes do too. We swear too. Now, would you, George, would you rather go and watch the Reds play or would you rather go to Taylor Swift? I beg your pardon? Would you rather watch the Reds play or go he to Taylor he Swift? Doesn't Taylor he Swift doesn't know who Taylor Swift is. He doesn't know who Taylor Swift is, do you, George? Uh, hang on, you're confusing me now. Yeah, right, no, sorry. don't listen to Marto. You're going to the Reds, mate. We've got you a couple of hey. tickets. If you can get up to um, Suncorp Stadium tomorrow night, uh, we'll have some tickets for you, okay? Yeah. Wow. George, Taylor Swift is the physio for the Waratahs. That's mm. his name. Mm. You heard oh, of him? One of God. the wingers. No, like, it's a toss-up, isn't it? Mm. But, yeah. Um, yeah. He's a toss-up, did you say? Taylor. Do you know him? <laughs> I prefer the first one. Yeah. All right. Well, that's. I'll see you tomorrow night. Carla Swift. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I love her, but. Um, yeah, go on. Do you know any of her watch. songs, George? You sing I'll along? Do you know any of her songs? No. No. Shake it off. I, shake it I, off. Shake it I, off. Well, oh, that's the man shake song. I, I, I've got to be honest. I, I really don't. No. no. That's okay. I'll get a bit. We don't really play t- Taylor Swift on Triple M. There you go, George. You know, this one, this is Taylor Swift here. Shake it off. Shake it off. 
Taylor Swift. Oh, no, that's the cast. Oh, they're bullshitting us, George. <laughs> Jesus, a bloody crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Nearly had you, didn't I, George? Crazy characters uh-huh. around here, mate. We're silly. <laughs> All right, mate. Hey, enjoy tomorrow night oh, with uh, Marto. He might drop you home, maybe, as well. We're no, I'm not driving. Uh, Marto's drinking, so he can't yeah, drive I'll either. Drop, I'll, I'll catch the train. But, yeah, send me the... Uh, yeah. Send me the... The, the, the address. Details. Yeah, we'll send address. you all the details. Yeah. Uh, we're going to put you through to Alex. He's one of our producers, and he'll give right. you all the details, where to be, what time, etc. We'll okay? send you the address of Suncorp Stadium, right? Yeah. You, George. Have you been to Suncorp before, George? Uh, one. Yeah, you know where it is. 24 years I've been here. Yeah. Where did you come from, George? Townsville. Oh, Townsville. Oh, makes a lot of Go sense. Go the Cowboys. Yeah. All right, Georgie, good on you, yeah. mate. I, I'm a Cowboy supporter, absolutely. Yeah. Go the Cowboys. Yeah. Here's a Taylor Swift song. That is not Taylor Swift. George, these two are bullshitting. Okay. I had a big argument about yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. George's Enjoy greatest hits. Where we met George is up. Right now on the podcast, the RBT game. Bye bye. Look drunk, sound drunk, smell drunk. Triple M Breakfasts, RBT game. Oh, I hate that when the cops smell you. Oh, what, are you what are you doing, yeah. cop? You, you get oh. Joe Biden as a police officer. And- <laughs> I don't drink and drive, so I'm not sure what we're talking about. Sorry. Yeah, mine. I'm sorry. It's silly billy. It's Listerine. You're an idiot, I think they used to say. Bloody idiot. Bloody idiot. Let's see if Peter here is a bloody idiot. All right. P-E-T-A, female Peter. Oh, Oh, your seatbelt hasn't been on. Any reason why you're not wearing his belt? Hadn't got a seatbelt on. Well, that's not telling us much. You don't want us to guess off that. There's nothing more annoying than a passenger who doesn't have their seatbelt on. No, is she the driver or the passenger? Driver, I think. But, yeah, you cop the fine. If you you're, cop the fine. If you're passenger. Oh. Yeah. Do you want a little bit more, Peter? Then we'll get the Foo Fighters on. Can I just uh, get a classific- clarification? Um, if you're a passenger, are you allowed to drink beer? Are you allowed to drink? Yeah. Oh, you can. You, you have to, with, sure. with some people's driving. Yeah, yeah mine. Yeah. Yeah. To be able to tolerate my driving, everybody right. drinks. So Peter's there. <laughs> you want a little bit more? Yeah. Um, it was it was summed up because I had a breast implant done. Right, but yep. yeah. <laughs> breast implant. Oh. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want? How big are they? No, is she over or under? Not her boobs over or under the belt. Is she over or under blood alcohol-wise? George is rung in. George. Yo. You've got a ruling on this. Are you allowed to drink as a passenger in a car in Queensland? Mate, no. How do you know? Because I've been done for it. What happened, George? Uh, my girlfriend was driving. She was sober. Uh, designated driver. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was uh, in the passenger seat. Yeah. I had a beer in my hand. The coppers pulled us over. What, do they uh, just give you an on-the-spot fine, George? Do you have to go to court? Do you no, lose demerit points? Did, what happens? Did this happen five minutes ago, George? Yeah, George, hang there, mate. Over. He's over, George. George, what's the fine? Yeah, how much trouble did you get into? Hey, because I uh... is he still there? Don't be mean, George. Uh, Yeah, you there? Oh, you're cutting in and out. (laughs) Am I? Yeah, George. What was the fine in the end, bud? Uh, around $200. 200 bucks. And you had to go to court, but no yeah. points, no demerit points. That's good. No, 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 no. Are no. you on your way to court now, George? Oh, yeah. Um... Okay. What's All going right, on? That was a great story. Okay. Peter's yeah. under for dr- yeah. drinking, yeah. but yeah. over for. Okay, for boob size. Oh, George. No, that... He's trying to be helpful. I didn't want to play the game anymore. He just rang wanna... us because he to wanted George. to let us know yeah. an answer to our question. And we and we put him on. We. George, you're happy, aren't you? You don't find... You don't find... <laughs> um, what's going on with Peter? What do we think? Over or under? No seatbelt, boob job's the excuse. Oh, I don't under. care anymore. <laughs> I just want to talk to George. <laughs> <laughs> the Peter passes the breath test. Yes. Uh, well done, sober. Peter. Did, do you think she'd be sober, George? It's oh, not loud. Play George the next one. Go the next person. George, Here, George, play George, the game George, with George, George, you're now playing the game. Are you ready? We've got to... Bring me a beer. 
You've got to determine Where's whether or not this person is over or under George. Are you ready? Listen, listen. Okay, it's Tony, George. It's Tony, right? At an RBT lineup in Newcastle. Are you going to get that? One moment's hesitation puts this driver under the spotlight. Whoa. Oh, the Are you there, George? Did you hear that? All right. Yeah. All right, next bit. Oh, I've got a long neck here with me. How much of that have you had? Pull it out. Nearly half gone. Oh, oh so half, half, half a tallie. Half a tallie, George. You reckon he's over or under? No, I'd be probably just under, I reckon. I'll put it to you. <laughs> you and I know tallie drinkers, George. He would have already had two, <laughs> and then he's taken that one for the for the, for the, um, for the, for the trip home. He's <laughs> over. He's over. What do you reckon, George? Well, over you, or under? You're not backing George in on tallies and driving. <laughs> no, what, was it the passenger or the driver? It was the driver. It's the driver. <laughs> All right, George, you're going under, are you? Yeah. I wouldn't even do it. Yeah, that's right. It's wrong. But I bet you did. That's all fine. Oh, oh, good. Oh, what, George? George knows. George knows. Well done, George. Yeah, well played. Have you got one more? Yeah. Sergio. Sergio. 78-year-old Sergio has had a night he'd rather forget. What, what happened to Sergio? Well, we just got from the party. They had enough bloody trouble there. Is that George? The music put that that bloody loud. And the people there were blazing bloody ears. George, what do you reckon, George? Is that your Italian cousin, Sergio? <laughs> he sounds pissed. Hilarious. <laughs> he, he, he do you reckon he's over or under, George? Ah, oh, f***. I think he's over. Go Let's over. go to Sergio. <laughs> I'm getting nervous about George. Yeah, we need to hang up. <laughs> I don't know yet. So that's your breath alcohol concentration is 0.071. Oh, yes, over. Yeah, we got to win. Oh, we won't go back to George. No. <laughs> no, George. No. Say hello to Sergio for a second. Yes. Say George. <laughs> Marto, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. Here we go. 104.5 Triple M. Marto, Margot and Dan with you. You've joined us at the right time. The pointy end of week four of Triple M's Best of Brisbane. There's going to be people involved in sporting clubs all over Brizzy, crowded around the radio right now. Let's put some of you out of your misery and one of you into glory. Triple M's... Best of Brisbane. Best of Brisbane. Good on everyone for voting and nominating at triplem.com.au. We had a heap. Two bent rods fishing. Redlands Touch Football Association. Logan Brothers Rugby League Club. You guys want to... The Ashley Hornets Tony Bank Rugby Club. Newmarket Junior Soccer Club. Northlands Kangaroos Footy Club. Eh, there's so many. The Phoenix Gems Basketball at Logan. But it all came down to your top three as voted by you. And uh, we've spoken to all three of our finalists this week. Week. Peter from Yoronga Devils AFL. Good morning, Peter. Morning. All right. Congratulations. A pointy end of the stick now. We are about to find out who is voted our best local supporting Good luck, Peter. Suburban Na- club. Natasha from the Caboolture Snakes Rugby League. Good luck. You had plenty of votes, that's for sure. Plenty of people Thank love you. Thank you. <laughs> and we're joined by Loren. Hello. Good morning, Loren from Bayside BMX. Good morning, everybody. Congratulations for making it top three well finalists. Done. Plenty of votes coming all Got of their ways. Got everyone didn't they, the Bayside BMX? Oh, we ready? There can only be one winner. Week four, Triple M's Best of Brisbane. The best local sporting club in Brisbane is... Devils, they're an AFL club, but when the river floods, they play rubber dub dub the best canteen to fill your face while you're in awe of their players' pace. They're your wrong good devils, they're on the south side. Beware them on the field because they want to kick you hide. Oh. Peter from your wrong devils, AFL, it's you. Come on, Devils! What an honour, mate. The best sporting club in Brisbane, or the least of the most popular, that's for sure. Well done. Thank you very much. That's awesome. Hey, congratulations, uh, Peter. What this means for you is uh, members for your club will get the VIP treatment at a selected Lions game this season with access to the pre-match viewing area. Players warm up. They'll then be on the field to join a guard of honour when the Lions run out. We're going to hook you up with some signed merch for your next fundraiser. Well, how does that sound? Oh, that sounds it's not over. That's not all, though. There's more. The Lions are going to send more. players down to one of your upcoming training sessions, so tell everyone to gather around. Here come the, the boys 
and girls from the line. And our Triple M road, roadies will make an appearance at an event. If you want the club to promote something, we'll come down and help you out with that. You obviously heard uh, our genius Rick, our audio producer, who created that jingle for you. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Cool. That's a new ringtone, Peter. <laughs> Very good, yes. Yeah. And, we've got an ad. The club yeah. ring, yep. and we've got an ad which will push your subscriptions and registrations for your club too, mate. Oh, that's fantastic. Good that's on you, awesome. Peter. Well, you've got the that stage now. Awesome. Anyone you want to thank or anything you want to say before we get into the ads here and you can hear the ad for the Yoronga Devils well, AFL? Well, club. look, I've been the president there for about 10 days, so obviously everything <laughs> I've done has, has made this possible. Take um, all but, uh, the credit, yes. Peter. Yes, I'm taking all the glory, yeah. <laughs> no, look, wonderful um, clubs and awesome volunteers and you know, great parents and kids. You know um, what? It's everything we've been doing for the last six or seven years, yeah. You know what you need to do now as the new president is you need to go down and eat every single item off the canteen menu so you know next time when somebody says, what's the best item on the menu, Peter? You can tell them. <laughs> I can tell them, right. I will do. Go on, Peter. Peter, would you agree every sporting club is only as strong as its volunteers? Oh, absolutely. You're, you're, they, you know, clubs run on volunteers. Yeah. And uh, not the easiest thing to do sometimes, but I encourage everyone to, to you know, put their hand up and, and um, help out. It's Good very one, rewarding. Yeah. All right, Peter. Well, yeah, we're going to get the uh, traffic on here, mate. Congratulations again. And um, hang tight. You'll hear the ad that we've recorded that's going to run over the next week here at Triple M for week four of Triple M's Best of Brisbane, the ad for the Yoronga Devils AFL Club. On you, mate. Thank you. Now, remember, if you voted... Hang tight as well. Someone's going to pick up $1,000 cash and we'll get to what the category for week five for Triple M's Best of Brisbane is before the end of the show. Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. Brisbane has. Uh, a bit of royal news, if you wouldn't mind a bit of music. He's not dead, is he? No, he's not dead. The king is still alive. Long live the king. But there is some news because he's not releasing any details about what's going on with the cancer, as they told Little is still known about the king's condition and how much of a battle he's facing, other than he's positive about his treatment and wants to get back to regular work as soon as possible. And as evidence of that, a weekly he has a meeting with the British Prime Minister, you know, that Richie, Richie Sunak. Richie Rich. Richie Rich. Richie Rich. He had a meeting with him. Did you see some of this? And they were, they were tentative of start and the king seems a little bit feeble at the moment because he's been through a fair bit. Good evening, Your Majesty. Very nice to see you. It's wonderful to see you looking so well. Yeah, well, it's all done by mirrors. <laughs> I know because I've had so many wonderful messages and comments. And I can comments. imagine. It's reduced me to tears most of the time. Well, I can imagine. But every, no, I said everyone is behind you. Mm. Did you see the handshake? He went in hard for a bloke with SFS. Sausage finger syndrome. Oh. He gave him a fair old grip. No, he's still he's 75 and he's had the recent work. There's been no indication at all publicly, but thank God, again, we had the secret microphone oh, oh, no. in there and oh, I recorded shit. what went on because they only let the cameras in for the first few seconds of the meeting and then it, they no. carried on, Richie Sunak, the Prime Minister and the King, and confirmed what we thought, our suspicions, hmm... And, sir, how is the penis recovering after surgery? Uh, yes, um, the crown jewels, well, they're, they're, they're satisfactory, I guess. They're a bit swollen, but Camilla is uh, very positive about their progress. And, sir, how many, uh, how many extra inches did you get, sir? Oh, I went the whole nine yards. Well, sir, Camilla <laughs> does love her horses, of course, sir, so... Uh, yes, horses for courses, dear chap. <laughs> oh, good one, King Charles. That was it. I think your penis quota has been used for this. Right, I'm not letting it go. <laughs> Have you got sympathy now? Right, you, you, wait, a, you wait until it becomes public. You go, I remember they were talking about that for ages on Triple M. <laughs> it's Marto and Margo and Dan on Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. Well, she accidentally became a star in our show yesterday. Running a home cleaning business, Jessica Wood has an arsenal of AIDS. Oh, get that checked out. Mm. She was on Channel 9 News doing a great job, and I went, wow, she told me about Bunnings. That's where I should be buying all my cleaning products because they're a lot cheaper than the Colesworth. I follow her on Instagram. Hire a homemaker, cleaning, organising and housekeeping. She gives great tips and tricks and hacks on things to do in and around the house. That's what I want to know. I love cleaning. Jessica... Good morning. morning. Seems you love cleaning too, Jess. Where did where did this start? Like you're a young, beautiful, smart, talented girl, but you found some sort of um, fame through the content creation of cleaning. Yeah, absolutely. So I first started. Well, I was in childcare for ten years, 
um, having a child of my own, I used to come home and just be so exhausted. Um, and then I was thinking, you know, what do I love? I love helping people and I love cleaning. So, you know, why not make a business out of it? And yeah, literally all started and I started uh, just filming myself cleaning. And we live in a world now where people really love watching people clean and everything just spiraled from there. And now a year and a half later, here we are, I'm getting the Mickey taken out of me. <laughs> Running a home cleaning business, Jessica Wood has an arsenal of aids. Well, there's two things I was gifted with, and it's a dirty sense of humour and crippling anxiety. So I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, my I was like, surely no one else has picked up on that. Now, I watched the story. You were very well dressed in a full face of makeup, and then they actually made you go and clean Absolutely. things. Is that what you normally wear when you're doing your content? Yeah, no, absolutely, because as, like, as I said, I was in childcare for 10 years, you know, stuck wearing a uniform, and in my head, if I look good while doing something dirty, it's a mentality thing. I feel good. The story on Channel 9 was talking about how much cheaper it is to get your stuff from Bunnings than to get it from Colesworth. Um, that aisle yeah. of Bunnings is unbelievable now. It has expanded over the last two or three years. Are you serious? Do you buy stuff from that aisle? Yeah, so when I first started my business, I literally just hopped in my car and banged it straight down to Bunnings, oh. and I haven't turned back since, basically. Our blokes are in Bunnings nearly every day. What should they go so they can help out at home, to start rather than save money and help out? What is mm-hmm. your go-to three top items when you go into that aisle? Vinegar. Yes. Dishwashing liquid and uh, the pink stuff. Miracle Clay Paste, it's called. Hold on, Miracle, miracle clay, clay Paste? Where do you use that, Jess? Basically like a gumption, but just, like I said, a bit more eco-friendly. Do you go external at all? Because my house is covered in guano, bat. Shit. And when the sun just oh. hardens it on there. How stuff. do you get that off? That can it's, ruin cars. You, you can ruin the yeah, you can ruin the paint on your house. It's impossible, Jess. I know. Like I've got a few clients, and they ask me, "Do you?" Uh, I think I've got a, a couple that I do possum poo outside on their yeah. deck. So I would say, um, I don't say no to a lot of things. Obviously, within reason, I will say no. Um, but yeah, honestly, like even if you just get like a pressure washer out there, yeah. just your hose and a bit of elbow grease sometimes. That's all you need. <laughs> what should people be paying for a cleaner? Like, is it 30 Because I've seen it range from anywhere from $30 an hour yeah. up to $80 an hour pending. Yeah, well, I think that's also because, um, obviously, there's a lot of sole traders. So sole traders can really determine what they would like to get paid. Whereas, like myself running a business, we have so many more overheads to consider with your insurance and, you know, paying staff adequately and stuff like that. Jess, there's another guy who works on radio here in Brisbane. He's a bit slimy, but um, he gets cleaners um, in lingerie. Do you call them cleaners? Oh, my gosh. Look, there's definitely a niche for that. I can't say that I've had any requests. French. The French maids will come around. The French maid. I think that's for uh, OnlyFans exclusive Uh content, not Instagram. But I, I will say I did get a very interesting email last week yes. and it was someone wanting to put me in their will. So when they die, I come in with my backpack vacuum and vacuum up their ashes. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. gosh. How, oh, how much is that? Imagine going out to the ocean oh, and putting it on reverse and just, just blasting their ashes out. out, out, out of the vacuum. Yeah. 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 Is that is if, he, if they're dead, how am I going to get paid for it? So oh, it'd be in the will. Get they could leave front. It. the estate. Yeah, leave you the money. <laughs> Jess, well, thanks for coming on and running us through your arsenal of AIDS. Yes, that was wonderful. It's incredible. Oh, God. Look, the only thing I'm packing is cleaning products. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jess. Thanks, guys. Hire a homemaker. It's how you can track down Jess. You're on Triple M. Marto, Margo, and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. Hey, um, had a bit of an emotional morning this morning. I was sitting here when Amelia came came into work. I was crying on my own. Is it because your um, hernia is hurting? It might have been because I'm on painkillers and I'm a little bit emotional. But I was watching the Hilux ad. You know, have you oh, seen the Hilux ad? I've talked about this before. Yes, I have. I, I watched the whole extended version. They have shared custody of the That's Ute. That's the one. And they... 
they swap, they hand it over like oh, kids, you, you oh, kids okay. would. Oh. And they, they use it for different reasons each yeah. weekend and then they get to one weekend and... Yeah. Well, well, can we play it and we'll oh, talk... Oh, you've got the ad? Yeah, I've got it here Can we? and we'll talk over you the top of it. You should not be on Kodak. It's doing something to you. Oh, no, well, I, I took a really strong one at, at about three, quarter to four this morning. Can we get that hernia put back in? No, 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 no. Don't worry. But this ad is the greatest... It's so you know how much trouble people who make car ads. It's so difficult to make. You a love car an ad. ad. You cry in the containers for change ad too. <laughs> that was pretty. When nice. they bought the oh, other team yeah, the, the jersey, other team. that's so nice because they didn't have jerseys. Oh, what you was get the other me at a moment. No, there's another ad with a father and a daughter that he cries in as well. Oh, the one the, where the um what? the people immigrate to Australia. You had a uh, a screamer. The, the AFL oh. AFL screamer yeah. makes you cry, and nice. he didn't know. Any AFL terms, so he yeah. googled them and then Wasn't he was able beautiful. to participate. No, yes. That's great, too. That's three ads you've cried. Oh, in no. <laughs> oh, God, none of them had a dog. Fun. Wait until you get me with an ad and a dog in it. <laughs> but I found I was lonely here this morning, obviously. There was no one around, and I just and 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 you've got to stop getting into work so early. Amelia came and she said, What's wrong with you? I said, I don't really know. Maybe and you're tired, you need more sleep. You ask her. <laughs> I, I sat her down. I said, you check out this ad. Well, start playing the ad. You, you start playing it. Go on. Have you got it <laughs> look, there? Look what Niels is doing. She's playing charades. With look, she's pretending. <laughs> oh, pretending. Crying. She's an idiot. She's crying. Uh, play the ad. I'm not For those playing along anymore. at home. Yeah, play the ad and let's talk through it. Do you think you'll cry? No. Okay, so Anna, you've agreed to give Dan oh, with full custody of yep. Phoebe the cat. Mm. Yes. Which brings us to the matter of the Toyota Hilux. Yeah, see? Now, the fairest solution here is shared custody. Mm. I'll go first. Oh. And then she goes driving down the beach. First thing she did was drive it in the surf, which put rust into it. Favourite chamois. How good is this? Bought it some Rifrax. Yeah, well, that's all you got at a snorkel. So we said we were going to wait to get it a snorkel. Ready to have fun? You were lucky, man. I only had more Harlots once a month. See, he gets it every two weeks. She's on her own. That's when she looks across at the passenger seat. There's no one in it. That got me. Oh, he's driving on his own down some rocks here. Yeah? Rock crawl yesterday. Really? I wish I was there for that. And then, wish I was there for that. Yeah. He's hugging the chamois here. Oh. And she's looking at some old photos lying in bed of both of them together. Oh, here it is. You want to come? Can I drive? Oh. An unbreakable connection. Fishing and Hilux brought them back together. Don't, that's all you want to see because I had some friends Incredible. going through divorces and stuff and you just go, just get it, just get back together, do some fishing. Like he already had the world's greatest chick and he, <laughs> he let lost, it go. I've lost the mind. It's yeah. just an ad. It's not just an it's ad, cute. mate. It's an He's ad. He's got red eyes. He, he, had, he had a chick. Who love fishing anyway? Like they were outdoor people, and somehow well, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Sometimes you know what they say: the grass isn't always greener on the other side. It's greenest where you water it the most. Where you piss on. Where do you piss on? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that leaves ground patches. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> How about Ario Speedwagon? <laughs> How do you know that? that is? Oh, Maybe oh, it was the song yeah. combined with. Oh. The- God, blimey. Don't yeah. ever leave Kath, otherwise you'll have to share your, heart, your Land Cruiser oh, with her. He won't be oh, getting no it. Can you imagine well. Kath in the Land Cruiser? Oh, you can have the chimney this week. Triple M Breakfast. Don't you know Marto, Margo and Dan on the radio. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. Well, it's underway again from this... Well, they're already there ready to go. Yes, the supercars 2024 about to kick off. And we got with us one of the drivers who finished 2023 in sensational form, Davey Reynolds. Hello and welcome back, mate. G'day. Good morning. Thanks for having me. What's What's been the changes? I mean, week one, everyone's wants to know what's going on in the world of supercars. Oh, mate, heaps going on. Uh, I've changed teams. I've moved to Team 18. I'm sponsored by Tradie Beer, a new, a new beer for everyone I to have a go at. Oh, well, hold on. What's Tradie Beer? I saw beer? Tradie. Uh, is it the Inspired Unemployed? They did an ad for it. I is saw it, it like, the other day. Is it Tradie Undies? Same, same, same deal? Same company, Tradie yes, same, Body yeah, Wash? Same, same, yeah, same guy behind it. Uh, he's moved into beer now, so. It's not the Honey Badger, is it? He, it's not his no, company. Yeah, well, he's just well, the Undie no, fella. He's, 
he's just like the front man. Mm. So do they um, actually obviously use... Obviously, I'm not... Yeah. I don't have the body of him, so I'm not going to do the undie ads. <laughs> but do they, do they use the undies as the sieve and just pour the beer through that sort of thing? Is that how they <laughs> brew it? Maybe, I don't know. Do you have to drink uh, it? Do you, are you a beer guy, Davey Reynolds? What do you drink? Um, yeah, I sort of drink anything. I'm just a classic binge drinker. I don't drink all the time, but when I do, I drink. Stuck into it after a victory. Yeah, well, what's the point? Um, excuse my ignorance, Davey Reynolds. Uh, what car are you driving? Are you in a Ford or a Camaro? What are you driving? I'm, I'm in a Camaro, Camaro this year. I was, in, I was on the Ford side last year and I've jump camps to um, yeah, Camaro. Tell us how different they are, because there's obviously been a lot of controversy around the front end of the Mustangs, Mustang, and they're not loving enough. it, not fast enough. Is, can, yeah. Have you noticed a difference getting out of the Mustang into the Camaro? Yeah, a little bit. The engines are slightly different. Um, obviously, the the Ford has a bigger engine. The um, Camaro has a smaller engine, so it feels a bit punchier here and there, but there's been a big change between the two cars over the summer anyway, so it's sort of hard for me to comment on what's better or what's worse because mm. they're, they're all different. The biggest story in supercars, there's no avoiding asking the question, but it was Brody Kostecki um, not wanting to drive for Erebus or in the first race. Maybe he'll be back. What's your understanding? You are, if anyone doesn't know, you're one of the drivers who years ago you left Erebus as well. Um, what's going on? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't really comment on Brody's behalf. Why did you leave years ago? Well, I can't really comment on my experience right, either. Eh? But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Um, yeah, it's, it's a shame because, you know, it's, it's, it's a really sad thing to see. Not the champion. The champion. The champion of last year can't come and compete. You know, possibly there's going to be a new champion this year that's never been a champion before. It's incredible. Can I, usually the champion from the previous year gets their choice of numbers or they can use number one, can't they? Yes. Yep. Now, if he's still maybe going to drive for Airbus, do they name their car number one even if he's not in it? No, they can't because that... They can't do you know, that. that, that it's the driver's championship right. that gets the number one. Right, um, I gotcha. The number one num- number. They can either be their current number that what they had last year, or they can go to number one. So, you know, unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to see. We're going to see Brody this year at all. Oh wow! It's a tough old sport, and it's harsh environment. Motor racing. What about over there in Formula One with uh, Red Bull? The action there with Christian Horner and stuff. You'd get yelled at occasionally, wouldn't you? But, you know, you get out of the car and you've stuffed something that you shouldn't have. It is a harsh environment. Yeah, sport is always a very harsh environment, but it doesn't have to be. Like, you know, I'm not the sort of person, it's not in my nature to sort of berate someone, yell at them or, you know, treat them badly. That's not how I go about my my job or my well, life. There's a level I, of professionalism. Want to, yeah. Of course there is. I'd never want to be treated that way. And I expect the same from everyone around me. So, so we go back know. to why you left Erebus, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why what happened at Red Bull Racing, but yeah. there's all these stories going on. But yeah, I have no idea. I'm not not really part of that. Oh, mate, everyone's but. pumped for the weekend. I know that. Finally, supercars are back. Good on you, Davey. Thanks for talking no to us, mate. Thank you. Cheers. Righto, so it's four ten p.m. Race one. That's on the Saturday, and then race two three oh five p.m. Sunday, Feb 25, this Sunday. Davey Reynolds, thanks for talking to us, mate. No, thanks, guys. Good thanks luck. for having me. See ya. Mardo, Margo and Dan, you can listen in the car or wherever you can. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. It's week one of Super Rugby, and what a way for the Reds to start playing against traditional rivals, New South Wales mm. Waratahs, Suncorp Stadium, tomorrow night, 7.05, and we've got... Heaps of tickets, haven't we? Yeah. And we've also got this bloke, the uh, Reds 580. He's not playing tomorrow night. Might miss the first two weeks. James O'Connor. Hello, mate. Mato, how are you? Yeah, good, yeah. mate. What, now, what's wrong? How come you're not fronting up in the first game? Oh, before our trial game against the fourth, was it three weeks ago, I tore my hammy. Oh, um, trying to run too fast. Run around a few of the young blokes in our team. So James, how long, from that. how long does that keep you out for, bud? Uh, yeah, so the plan's hopefully week three, so oh. two more weeks on the sideline. So I'm back running, around 80% yesterday, so it's all moving smoothly. I know. We had a couple of good trials. How are we looking this season? Les Kiss, new coach after Brad Thorne's uh, stepped down. How are things down there, mate? Yeah, it's building well. Like, to be honest, I've been very impressed with just how the whole coaching group have come together. If I'm, yeah, if I'm being honest, it's probably the best, like, best unit I've worked with oh, uh, wow. in my whole career. So, yeah, it's Big wraps, and I'm yeah excited to to play for them all. You guys, uh, you've been tasked. You know, you signed a new deal at the end of last year. You're going to be playing this year, but you're also been tasked with the role of mentoring p- 
potentially transitioning into coaching, James. Is that something that you're really excited about, obviously, a new role you're stepping into? Yeah, it is. It's something I never thought I'd probably get into and then I've sort of just um, found myself really enjoying that sort of stuff. I think when I came back from the UK in 2020, I found myself the oldest bloke in the team for once. So it sort of just <laughs> just naturally started happening and, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. And we've got some great young talent in Queensland. I think that's probably the home of rugby in Australia. So, yeah, we're a better place to do it. James, who's your favourite coach you've ever had? Who would you model yourself on? Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, probably... Oh, probably a blend, uh, to be honest. Um, I really enjoyed working with Robbie Deans earlier in my career. Um, and then a guy over in the UK, Paul Deacon. And then I'm really loving what Les, Les Kiss is oh, doing. Got to get well, the current so. coach in there. Very political answer to blend them all oh, together, well, mate, James. Thanks. You rugby union boys are very good. Well raised you all are. <laughs> well, mate, I'm, a, I'm a unique creature. So <laughs> you sure are. i a few from different people, you know. Then make mine, hopefully. Where yes, would you but- Where would you like to see the game go? Obviously, uh, you know, rugby union used to be you know huge here in Australia, and with the likes of AFL, you know, we have so many sports on offer, rugby league, etc. Um, you know, there's so many things for people to watch, and and rugby union sort of been a bit ailing here. How mm. How do you, How do they turn it around? And what would you like to see the future of rugby look like? Well, I think firstly starts grassroots. We get that sorted then, you know, the rest of the game is moving quite well. And then as well, you know, at the top of the game, we have to be winning with the Wallabies. I think that's what people want to see as Australians. I know when I was overseas, you just want to, you want your dose of Australia when you're over there, but you also want to see your teams doing well. And it's something we have the capacity to do. We have the talent and we have, you know, I guess we have the team there. We just have to put it out there. I'll, I'll throw this one at you, James, and you, Margot. Um, unless we beat New Zealand teams regularly, because yeah. there's so many New Zealanders in our society and they take the piss out of us, <laughs> unless we beat them, um, Australian rugby fans will go, oh, I don't really like rugby, so you see, so therefore you, you, don't, have, you don't want to talk yeah. to the Kiwis. If we um, start beating the Kiwis, <laughs> it'll start to re-engage. All the, all the um, loose fans will come back, etc. Don't you reckon that's a fair yeah. assessment? We've got to beat uh, the Kiwis. That's pretty it's the Kiwis, so I hear it all the time, and it's how I can only imagine. How, how do you do that, though? How do you achieve that, James? You know, like you, rugby is absolutely. We, we beat them once last year, Margo. It, it's we beat in their the veins, right? It's yeah. in their veins. They're born and bred union. You know, All Blacks. It's it's deeply rooted. You know, whereas kids here have so many different options, right? And it's, unless you go to a private school, the opportunities probably aren't there as much at a grassroots level. So. How do we? How do we do that? How do we have that same sort of passion and commitment towards rugby union from a really young age? Our, I guess our talent is spread between league, you know, AFL, football now as well, and, and union. I think you look at a team like Ireland are starting to build a dynasty. It took them four years. Like they had the same foundations, the same game plan, and they built on that. And now they're at the top of the international scene. Whereas, you know, for forty years they were. You know, they hadn't been in the All Blacks, I think, and they're probably even longer than that. Now they're consistently doing it. So, yeah, for us, we've got a new sort of game plan and a new game method. Doesn't mean it's going to work straight away like we're going to be world beaters, but I've seen enough and what we've done in the preseason and the preseason games to know that, you know, we're on the right track. And it's the first time I've been involved in a game plan where I'm like, this is exciting. Like, we can pull teams apart in so many different ways. So. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, another thing is to get bums on seats. Yes. So let's give away bums some tickets. Seats. Yeah, That's we've got uh, exclusive Triple M double passes here, James. Mardo is going to, he's promised to have a frothy with all these people. I'll give a beer and a pair of tickets. Standing on, where, where, uh, what have yeah. they got to do? Ring now? Yeah, just call it now. One triple three five three. Reds Waratahs tomorrow. Tickets from Reds.rugby. 7.05 p.m. kickoff. I believe uh, Michael Liner, Tom Liner's dad, are your mates with Mardo, you played with. Michael, if you're listening, Mardo said, You'll also be there, so you'll need to be at some point. And James O'Connor will be there having a beer too. Yeah, we'll all be there. Yeah, I've got two more weeks off. Oh, too easy. Hey, thanks, mate. Good luck when you get back there, mate. Yeah, thanks. Cheers. Good to speak to you, but Oh, you'll all. Good on you, mate. James O'Connor there from the Reds. One triple three five three is the number if you want a beer with James O'Connor, with Greg Martin, Tom, with Michael, Michael Liner, Liner, and I'll show Tom's you my hernia scar. <laughs> oh, okay. No, oh, everyone's just hung up. <laughs> Marto's thought on sport. For the first time in 2024, can you just play and remind us all the croaky choir singing the voice? <laughs> ben Hunt, Lockie, Tommy Radonigas, 
Uh, Anthony Seabold. Brad Thorne. Brad Thorne. Are you forgetting Brian, a big name? Brian, oh, oh, Brian from the... The need for speed! Oh, and, Brian, and Brian from the Siggy Packet. Billy Moore, Thank Queenslander. Billy Moore. Anthony Seabold. Yeah, mention him. Right, that'll do. like a Winnie Blue. Yeah, that was Brian. <laughs> right, we haven't heard from him for a while, but the reason I bring it up is because Anthony Seabold hadn't heard from him for a while either. But, uh, of course, he's now coach of Manly Warringah. They've arrived over in um, in Vegas, and he's not happy. Oh, you think? Why wouldn't you be happy? They're in Vegas. He's not Land happy. Of dreams. No, he reckons they're doing all the heavy lifting. The Broncos and Dobbo and everyone—they all left last night. They're hanging out in LA. They're halfway there, Marto. I've got the the oh, tracker, oh, the flight the most, tracker for the Brisbane Broncos. That is the most pathetic thing I've ever heard come from you. They're like, it's all right to track Tay Tay and I'm, Travis Kelsey's I'm play, I'm part but of the Brisbane Broncos, Broncos face group. You're part of the problem. Yes, <laughs> not the solution. Tracking Ezra Mam's okay. private jet. So they haven't landed in Vegas yet, but the thing is, they're not going to Vegas. They're going to LA, and they're going to train. And uh, mm-hmm. I think the Rabbitohs are in San Diego, yeah. and who else is there? Manly and Seabs. Seabold are the only team in Las Vegas. And he goes, how come, how come we got to do all the heavy lifting? And, you know, of course, he's worried about players getting arrested and everything else. Yeah, that's what he's really worried about. What heavy lifting? He's worried about the Vegas no, police saying, oh, locking him up. We're trying to, we got to, we're, we're the what NRL, why, why, we have to do it all. Yeah, well, it'd be nice if the Bunnies sort of came and promoted the game in Las Vegas. I mean, one of the reasons why we're going there 11 days beforehand is to promote the game. I think, you know, the NRL have wanted to um, you know, take the game to Las Vegas. So we're doing our job, all our training sessions are open sessions, so supporters, media are more than welcome to come to all of our sessions. Mm, yeah. So when did the Rabbitohs get there? The Rabbitohs got there four days ago, but they've been hanging down at San Diego just having a swim and stuff. They're <laughs> not in Vegas. So Manly are the only team in Vegas. So right. I don't know what the Broncos are doing. Are we, send, are we sending Alfie? I think, are they hanging out at UCLA, what? wherever yeah, that is? Yeah, which is safe is that, in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah they're they're training at the LA Rams. So they don't trust them. Um, training facility. I have mm. Alfie better. Design. Six more songs. No. So you can't Alfie. have Alfie. Lock it up. Get him out of LA. Get him up to Las Vegas. You've buried the head. That's what people, the Americans, they've heard of Alf and they've gone, where is he? We we need to party with him before we don't care about anyone else. You buried the headline there, though, on Anthony Seabold's voice. Is Is that getting worse? Every cigarette is doing you damage. I could barely, it sounded like we had modified No one smokes here anymore, but I'd take it. It would be nice if the bunny circuit just punch the game. That's right. I mean, one of the reasons. days beforehand is to promote the game. I think the NRL have wanted to. Who made that okay. noise? Is that you? Yeah. Uh, and just an update on the private jet watch. Uh, where are we over the Pacific yeah, Ocean? Far over? Uh, I can't find it now. But 12. Oh, no, it hasn't disappeared off the map, <laughs> oh. has it? They're halfway into oh, their 12 oh, hour, 49 minute journey. Should we have let them all go on the one plane? Are they like the royal family? Oh, no. Oh, like no. the president, vice president. They've been engaged by NORAD, have they? <laughs> Shot down. MH. Oh, no. MH. <laughs> Uh. Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. Full couple of weeks um, talking about the youth crime crisis, uh, etc. They had a bit of a meeting yesterday down here at Parliament House somewhere. Um, a, they called it the Safety and Victims of Crime Committee or something or other. Mm. And they invited a few people in. But they didn't invite everybody in and they they didn't allow a lot of people who'd been affected by crime to have a say, including this woman. They hijacked my car and then assaulted me. But Leone was about to be dealt another extraordinary blow. Okay, so poor old Leone, she's already been attacked and she came to the meeting and wanted to say something, they wouldn't let her, but then the other things... Other things occurred, okay? Leone was unaware while sitting behind police, she was becoming a statistic all over again. To add insult to injury, she got a call straight after from one of her colleagues at work in West End that her car had been stolen. How ironic is that? Oh, my gosh. So she's there to tell them about when she got carjacked and assaulted. And then her car's being stolen at work while she's there. (gasps) <gasps> As that girl said. How ironic is that? That is oh, truly. Thank you. That, that'll yeah, go on the board. The right? irony. We'll appreciate that. How ir- that's what yeah, it's for. That's good. How, How ironic, ironic is that? that? Yeah, that'll join the other ones. Holy, okay. holy right. moly. Just thought I'd bring that up, but what I really wanted to bring up is this, because we're back on, baby. Remember when I went in the march last year for victims of crime? Oh, Ben Cannon? Mm, she's back on. As investigations into the car theft continue, the Voice for Victims group says it's fueling their motivation to continue to fight for change. And if we have to go to the streets again and have a rally, we're listening to the people 
and that's what we'll do. If we have to go to the streets again, I'm ready. And this time, are I'm you going to take it seriously? This I time, am gonna, I'm going to get food vans. I'm going to get entertainment from some of our leading performers, oh and I'm going to get free beer because you were it's supposed to be, be you were supposed to be protesting for the victims. Mm. What do we want? When do we want it now? And I did. We walked all the way from the botanical gardens up to Parliament House, and we shook our fists and palaces. We virtually brought down the government. I think you were protesting day. for something else. I think I remember you saying, "What do we want? Beer." When do we want it now? Well, yeah. I'm looking well, for it in the system. That's what I'm saying. If we march again, I'm going to have beer at the end because what do people really want? That's what they want. Uh, after you've had a long march, you've got a man-sized thirst and you need some beer and you need some answers from the government, Well, after seeing you at the rally protesting for beer, they mm. actually increased the price of beer just recently. The yeah. taxes went up again. Well, that's why yeah. I'm going to put it on for free. And when we if can't we have march. blokes, if this is what beer is doing to people, mm. making is this a VB ad, by the way? You can get it marching. What do you mean? You can get it protesting. No matter of fact, I've got it now. <laughs> Triple M breakfast. Burner phone's <laughs> always there for you. 0484101045. Marto's going to be marching again. Marching. Greg marching. Victims of crime. Yeah. So uh, Dom I'm a victim. from Karina texted in, Margo, yeah. said, hey, guys, Marto just said last time he marched, he went all the way from the Botanic Gardens to Parliament House. Correct. Isn't that seven metres? <laughs> you just need He's to cross, cross the road right there. <laughs> he says you basically Wait. marched through the small car park outside QUT. <laughs> Was that on purpose because yeah, right you've had a knee, Rico? <laughs> no, no, there's a, we went the long way. Oh, Which the, is? Up not, past the is Park that, Royal. Is that nine metres? <laughs> all right, all right. Whatever. <laughs> We've got some uh, Greg marching. Get stuff, Dom. Free beer! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, you found it. You're happy with yourself? Ooh. How good's this been? We've Whoa. done four weeks' worth. We've done best burger, Ben's on Miller. We've done best bakery. Margot, can you say the name of the bakery? Logan Village Family con- Country Favourites. No, Family Favourites Logan Country Village. Bakery. Family, country, family favourites, family, country, country favourites. Well done, Margot. <laughs> Bakery. Mowie's protesting. Yeah, Mowie's butchery. butchery out at Springfield Lakes, one of the best butcher. That's Payne Haas's butchery. And then 90 minutes ago, we announced that the best local sporting club was the Yoronga Devils AFL Club. So well, well done. done to those legends. Congratulations. Margot, you can probably take the reins here because you've actually seen people already rallying the troops for what they didn't even realise was going to be week five of Triple yeah. Best of Brisbane. People have been sending me already on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram their way of getting ahead of the curve, I guess you would say. Um Favourite pizza. pizza. Brisbane's best pizza. Is that the category? Is the next category for Beautiful. Brisbane's, Triple M's, Brisbane's best of. And uh, our local uh, pizza place down at uh, Shaler Park. Yes. Mosaic Pizza. Lewis down there and the yeah. team. Hello, shout out. Are you he nominating them? He has already got, no, no, no. <laughs> he has already got, what are those digital screens? Yeah. He's got digital screens on the TVs in the pizza shop. He's already got already? Vote for us, Triple M's, Brisbane's best pizza. But he didn't even know. We were going about to announce the pizza category. No, but silly us on the website uh, in the drop down box had all of the categories put already. So if oh, we in man. while we were doing bakery, some people were already voting for pizza. All right. So if you know a pizza shop owner that may not be listening right now, get on to them. Your favourite pizza shop. March in there when you go and get your Friday night pizza and say, "Listen, you got to nominate. Yeah, you know, I'll nominate you." Do you want to have a listen to a few? Yeah. Have got oh, some you got pe- some already? Yeah, some people have seen yes. it on the website, like Margot said. Got pizza in Albany Creek. Make me my uh, special pizza which is a pepperoni with chorizo, mushrooms and uh, pineapple. Big Boss Pizzas just opened up at Rochdale South. Honestly, the best, freshest, most amazing pizza and it's affordable. I voted for Funketeers Pizzeria at Chermside. Mosaic Pizzas in Shaler Park. They got my vote, not your processed crap. I like the sound of Big Boss. I like that giggle there at the end. Have you, you guys had, um, Margot, you would have had Marie's Pizza? Marie's, oh yes. Oh, my God. Where the are they? special. They're predominantly Gold Coast. I used to get them when I lived down there. but they There's one at Southport, there you, go. you know, which is even better. Yeah. Vinny's Pizza at Southport. You can talk about them all you like, but they've got to be nominated. Mm. TripleM.com.au. Also, that is where you vote as well, and a random vote is going to pick up $1,000 cold, hard cash. But the advertising and exposure it gets to your pizza joint is unbelievable. Unreal. 
Hit the website, nominate, vote. Week five of Triple M's Best of Brisbane, Best Pizza. Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. Well, we mentioned about an hour ago, the Super Rugby Kiss season kicks off. We had a chat to James O'Connor from the Reds. We gave away the tickets and people went mad for them. People still love rugby. But what I wanted to talk about with the start of the Super Rugby season, yesterday was the release of a documentary about the Wallabies at last year's Rugby World Cup. And you go, well, wasn't that a disaster? Well, I'll tell you what, this doco sounds incredible. It's on stand. And we've got the guy who produced the whole doco with us right now, Andrew Farrell. Good morning. Good morning. What a disaster. How? Why would anyone want to watch this? <laughs> They're the best stories, mate. They're the best stories. Yep. I think, you know, when a, in a sporting documentary, the tales of how people deal with loss and the character that they show, I think they are often become much more interesting than just popping the champagne courts and putting another bit of silverware in the shelf. What was it like working on this? And, you know, the players, were they responsive to it? Eddie Jones, obviously, uh, his betrayal Well, oh, You must have been licking team. your lips when you saw he was the coach, Andrew. Yeah, well, I think that's what opened the door for us. I mean, we'd been sort of sitting there wanting to do this documentary for quite a few years now, but the previous coach, Dave Rennie, he wasn't keen to have cameras in. And so the moment that he left and Eddie arrived, we knew Eddie's a much oh. more outward-facing guy. And we said, okay, here we go. And so we jumped in and, you know, it was set up to be a fascinating story. How quickly could he galvanise a team, take them to the World Cup? Could he, you know, back up the talk? And we were just strapped in along for the ride. And the players, you know, the players were fantastic. They... They understood. They know it's a good thing for rugby for more people to get to know them off the field, and so they were, you know, they were great blokes and and really cooperative. And also, it's really hard for them. You know, they had this terrible public embarrassment when you're losing big games like that, and all of Australia is blowing up. It's really tough. You so know? plenty, of emotion, Andrew, yeah, plenty of emotion, Andrew. Plenty of emotion. Plenty of emotion, you know, and guys like James Slipper, he digs deep. He's an amazing character, a great guy. And But, you know, you can see how much it hurts. And I think sometimes you forget that when you're yelling at the television going, why don't they bloody tackle that guy? Why didn't they do this? So many twists and turns, Andrew. It was a filmmaker's just delight. But when they turned up at the airport all wearing a Kubris together, were you like, are you guys trying to make my life easier. <laughs> what, what were they thinking when the cameras are rolling? What was the go with that? Yeah, well, I think, you know, it's Eddie, Eddie's press conference was, yeah. you know, I think, uh, you know, every journo standing in that Oh, you're all negative. Oh, you blokes are all negative. Yeah. He had his hat on as well. Yeah. What are you, yeah. are you playing Russell Coit right now? What's happening? I oh, know. He was, I mean, he was under a lot of pressure. I think that's one of the rare moments that you see Eddie maybe break a little bit. What was it like to try and get them to front up and sit and do interviews and answer questions and be completely open and honest and transparent? Yeah, I think it was tough for them, you know, and, and that takes a lot of guts. You know, it's, it's it's a different kind of guts to facing down the harker, but uh, it's similar, you know, you're at your most vulnerable and you've got to go and jump in the chair and show those emotions, you know, so full credit to them for doing that. But they, you know, they stayed committed. It was definitely hard. And when things were getting tight in France, you know, it, it got hard for everybody. But by that stage, my frontline guys had been embedded with the team, you know, for well over six months. They'd become, they were like another physio, another they masseuse. They yeah. Were, they, yeah, they and they were hanging with these guys every day. And that's the secret to, you know, doing these kind of documentaries. You're just there for a long time. They realise that we're good blokes and we're not trying to do them in. We just want to give them a chance to tell their story. So, you know, that started to come off when things got tough. But, yeah, it, it wasn't easy there. And, you know, Eddie was under a lot of pressure as well, you know. So doors are opening and doors are closing and we go through the ones we could and sometimes we were sent back out again. <laughs> it sounds unreal. Thanks for taking us behind the curtain. So that's all three episodes of the brand-new Stan original documentary series. The Wallabies inside last year's World Cup are now streaming on Stan, of course. The Reds will be on there as well tomorrow night at 7.05. Thanks, Andrew. It looks like a ripper. Good on you guys. Thanks a lot. Triple M.